0: That is Rich Cummins. I am Freddie Scott, and this is the Lead Like Jesus podcast, where leadership starts on the inside. We're so excited to have you kingdom leaders joining us again today.
1: In today's episode, we're talking about integrity and leadership. We're also going to be discussing the dangers of having a a successful public life, but being a private failure. And we're going to equip you with a prayer to help you grow in the gaps of integrity.
0: You know, so let's really talk about integrity. This is Rich something that we see the world really struggling with in almost every factor of life. It doesn't matter if you're looking politically, in mm-hmm. our homes, in businesses. This is something that is integrating every facet of life. You know, I, I almost think about if you remember in, in southern Florida, the the apartment complex that crumbled mm-hmm. because of the, yeah. the lack of integrity of the building and the lives lost. And then you can think in the business sectors of of different businesses and leaders, business leaders that because of a lack of integrity have impacted people's jobs and careers or investments. This issue of integrity goes to the core of not only our individual success, but ultimately what God's called us to do and the impact that we're called to have on the people around us
1: yeah freddie i mean lives are literally on the line here with integrity and you mentioned just a few of the areas where it matters i mean it it's in all walks of life in fact when you think about the word integrity and you know this from some of our conversations in the past it it really means wholeness integrity doesn't just mean honesty it means complete character a wholeness of character and so you know the bible has a lot to say about integrity itself when you look in uh, First Chronicles 2917. 29, the Bible says, "I know, my God, that you test the heart and you are pleased with integrity." Proverbs ten nine, Freddie, it says, "Whoever walks in integrity walks securely, but he who makes his ways crooked will be found out." So, so in other words, you know, it's going to get you. It's going to come out in the laundry. I mean, eventually, you know, all things that are in the dark will be brought into the light. Integrity is a big thing. Uh, Proverbs 28.6 says, better is a poor man who walks in integrity than a rich man who is crooked in his ways. So you know what? When we're talking about the bottom line and we're talking about business and things like that, you're better to be poor and impoverished if you have high integrity than you are if you're running a big business or have some successful enterprise, but your inside life is a mess. So uh, what, are you, what stories are, do you have to, that come to mind? Freddie, what are you thinking about?
0: There's a few things. First of all, integrity is an issue that is more valuable than what you could put a dollar sign on. You know, this is something that we, I was talking to a friend of mine recently and talking about the fact that you only have one name. Yeah. And when people think of you and when they think of your name, when your name comes up, the first filter that people are going to process it through is the lens of, does this person have integrity? Yeah. And when you think about uh, in, in the NFL world, in the athletic world, we had the former coach of the Jacksonville Jaguars, uh, Urban Meyer, who, and, it, and just think about how huge integrity is. It yeah. is very rare for an NFL head coach to be fired during the season of their first year.
1: And, and not only during the feats for the, the, the season, but pretty early on in the first season. Is that right?
0: Yeah, it was before they be- had even gotten through halfway through the season. But his lack of integrity, uh, he had lost the confidence of his team and trust of the team. And one of the issues that happened was there's a picture and some videos of him going out to a nightclub. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm sure you could probably Google it and find some stuff. Uh, but there is a picture of him and another young lady that was not his wife mm-hmm. and it was not very becoming of the head coach of an nfl team that that's what he's out during during the season now yeah. this was not a night during the off season a few years ago or something like that it was during the season and yeah. he's out at the club like and so when the players come in and now here's this video and pictures of what you've done and you're Mm -hmm. doing exactly what you're telling us not to do. Don't go out to the clubs after midnight, et cetera, et cetera. It blew up his ability to lead that organization effectively.
1: People lost confidence. They lost faith in his ability. Is that right?
0: It's exactly right. And when you lose credibility, when I, when my words don't carry weight, Mm -hmm. then it impacts my capacity to, allow us to accomplish the goal. It doesn't matter what skill sets you have. It doesn't even matter what vision you have or the skill set in which you think you can accomplish something. The lack of integrity literally cripples. It's a kryptonite for Superman. You could be Superman, but your lack of integrity is your kryptonite.
1: So it's your weakness. It knocks you out. It takes you down. In, in the example that you brought up, you had a very successful coach, both on the, on the collegiate level, and he was, he was heading that way in the professional level. I mean, he was trying to amass a team. But, uh, but yeah, we're not talking about somebody that uh, is, is an unknown name. This guy has won national championships. He's been very successful. But that really reiterates what the Bible says about how success with worldly measure Really isn't the true success we're looking for, right? I mean, he's uh, his personal life is catching him, and it's coming out.
0: And many times, what happens is people confuse that public success for God's approval. Mm. Think that well, because I've accomplished this, because yeah. I've earned this much money, because I've fill in the blank, then God must be okay with the other areas. That are going on and it is there's not a sense of urgency for Mm -hmm. me to deal with the issues that i'm doing behind closed doors or the things that i know in my heart that i know i should be getting right or the things that i know i should stop or stop watching you're doing Eh, i'll get to it because after all i'm measuring success with the wrong barometer
1: yeah so it's almost how we're measuring success you know when you think about the upside down kingdom you know freddie many of us if we were trying to build the team like urban meyer we would have gotten the best the strongest the fastest well god didn't do that god didn't do that at all he picked he picked uh when he picked the disciples when jesus picked them there were a bunch of ordinary guys that were along for the for the run but their integrity their integrity was solid And so let's talk about another example, a real world example. So Hewlett Packard, I mean, a big successful uh, computer business uh, back when we were younger, and uh, they had a CEO named Mark Hurd, who was the CEO from 20, 2005 to two thousand ten. And this guy was was I mean he was sharp. He was he was taking the company to record success with profitable years. He had twenty two quarters in a row where he earned profit for HP. He was kind of the golden boy of the board. I mean, they were excited about who he was, uh, but then all of a sudden he got got man. The public, the public side, which was booming, uh, his private side caught up with him, and so we talk about a, a private failure but, but being a public success. Well, the you know, it was found out that he was spending company money, uh, on expenses for a young lady he was dating, and he was having one of these kind of situations, maybe like Urban Meyer. It was a tryst that he was involved in, uh, that ended up. <clears throat> causing him to lose the confidence of his board. He actually owned up to what happened. He he actually said he was using company resources for some of his personal things, and he was forced to leave his position. So a guy that has 22 straight quarters of success falls apart.
0: You know, it's interesting when you were sharing that. It's amazing how we can look at the world and see how the world sort of embraces all these things that are ungodly, things that, you know, clearly don't line up with the word of God. Mm-hmm. But when it comes to leadership, the world has this high standard and expectation that leaders are going to operate with a high level of integrity and morality. Yeah, And that expectation is almost like, listen, as soon as we find out you did something that mm-hmm. can Justify why I can't trust you. Why I shouldn't submit to you. Why I can't trust the system. Or for yeah. some people, they can't trust the church
1: because mm. of
0: a loss of and a lack of integrity in a, in a pastor or in church leadership. People are starving, and they need to see integrity in leadership because it's the lens by which they can actually see that the principles and the attributes and the character of God is actually real, that it is actually Mm -hmm. possible to be a person of your word. It's actually possible to love unconditionally. It's actually possible to be a person that Jesus said we ought to be. And the world is looking for that proof. And every time we fall short of that, unfortunately, people not only cast the stone at that leader, but they also, by reference, by inference, they also have a misunderstanding of who God is. Because they're seeing God through the lens of that leader.
1: So, so Freddie, let's talk about that for a second. When we say integrity, we already said that it doesn't just mean truthfulness. It means so much more than that. Full character. It means being able to connect well with one another. It means having good boundaries. It means being able to deal with even failure when you fail as a leader. And it also has to do with, you know, um, your your own your own abilities to to lead and to grow into the 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 calling that god has given you it's a fullness of character so does integrity equal perfection Mm -hmm.
0: that's a great question i think the peop I think people expect perfection or they Mm -hmm. want perfection but i think the thing that's the most valuable for people is authenticity Mm -hmm. right that that Mm -hmm. I'm acknowledging that I am a man with flaws seeking to please a perfect God who is perfect in his love. Yeah. Who is perfect in his desire. Everything that he does is perfect. And we, we have this perfect God that manifests his will through imperfect people. Yeah. Now, that imperfection isn't an excuse to stay there.
1: Right. Well, you know what? Go ahead. No. You got a story to tell. Let's talk about David because I think as we talk about David, you're going to be able to bring the full picture together as far as integrity.
0: It, it, the story of David is a perfect illustration of what we're talking about. We have a perfect God who mm-hmm. finds, and the Bible says that David is a man after God's own heart. That they, if when you know a story in David and Goliath, and you know, he wouldn't even touch and kill King Saul when he had the chance that all these things that show all these great attributes, you know, Saul killed his thousands, but David killed his tens of thousands, that all these amazing things that he did, and yet and still, lust got him. He wasn't doing what the king was supposed to do. Back then, kings are supposed to be with your army. If your army is out at battle, you're supposed to be out there with them, not home sending them out. And because he wasn't where he was supposed to be, he saw something he wasn't supposed to see. And he sees uh, Uriah's wife bathing up there and lust gets him and many of you know the story and ultimately ends up coordinating, not only having an adultery, but then coordinating a murder and having him killed. Because what was amazing about Uriah was the fact that he was a man of integrity. Mm -hmm. David brings him home and says, hey, when he finds out he got her pregnant said i need you to get home because i need you to be with her so that we could spin this story that's sort of my translation there and he said no my brothers and my soldiers are out on the battlefield and i'm not going to indulge myself while they're out there risking their lives for us and for our nation he had such high integrity and i know david that in and of itself.
1: Had to prick his heart. So, so Freddie, you got David over here in the club with Urban Meyer while Uriah is out on the battlefield. (laughs) I mean, he's out there doing what he's called to do. Yeah, what a contradiction.
0: And, And you know what's amazing, though, is the fact that as unfortunate as it is that David went through that process, that he, like all of us, have weights and sins that could so easily beset us and Mm so the acknowledgement is the realizing the opportunity for us to slip or slide it doesn't matter how you're talking about somebody that slew goliath like you're like when's the last time you slew a giant like it's like like he has this amazing testimony of things that god has done and is doing through his life through his ministry, through his kingdom reign, and yet and still at the peak of it, there is still this lust that came in, but that's not where the story ends.
1: doesn't even stop there.
0: That his, even though he had a man killed unjustly, even though he had committed adultery, he still repented. Mm-hmm. I think that's the story for us is to realize that God acknowledges the fact that we're not perfect but we're made perfect in him and it's through the sacrifice that jesus made that we when we repent and get and receive the redemption that's found in christ and in christ alone then when god sees us he sees us through the lens of his son and and from that perspective we're perfect because jesus is perfect and Mm then the work of the holy spirit in our hearts is simply getting us to walk closer and closer to what he desires for us to be and to maximize the potential that's already on the inside of us because he placed his nature in us. And that's where the work really
1: is. Oh, Freddie, let me throw a word at you, man. Propitiation. Propitiation. Jesus became the sacrifice For us, he took on all of our sins so that we don't have to be perfect. Because you know what? Integrity doesn't demand perfection. None of us are, but it does demand excellence. And David was excellent through his humility. When David realized the error of his ways and he repented and he went back before the Lord, I mean, after he was confronted by Nathan, he knew that he'd done wrong and he had a soft, humble heart. And I think that's a big difference. That allowed him to be able to turn the corner with this integrity piece.
0: You know, and I think that's ultimately where the rubber meets the road. Where is our heart today? Because when we get to the point of receiving rebuke or correction, we're going to have one of two responses. Our heart is going to be softened to say, man, Hmm. I was wrong. I need to repent. I've got to get this right. Yeah. Yeah got to stop doing this, or our heart will get hard Mm -hmm. and and we get stiff. Well, Well,
1: let's bring it back to, to lead like Jesus principles. We talk about pride and fear all the time. And we talk about pride being a major issue, just as fear is. So let's talk about the difference between Saul and David, right? Saul, who was the King before David had an issue with pride. And that caused him uh, basically a, a, a complete, utter failure. And then the, the bloodline of, of, uh, of uh, Jesus even coming to earth went on to David, and it wasn't with Saul. He lost not only his kingship, but his legacy because of pride and integrity issues.
0: So let's not allow pride to be the reason why we fall short of things that God already has, has already laid in front of us. You know, there's a few questions that I think we all should consider through this process. You know, what integrity gaps do we struggle with? All of us may have a thing that is a struggle. Now, your thing may not be my thing, and my thing may not be your thing, but I guarantee there's a thing somewhere Mm because none of us have arrived. And this isn't necessarily just about what we're tempted to do. Jesus was even tempted. This isn't just about that. This is the difference between the image that we project and what we do when no one else is watching. Mm. And so is are we matching up is the man or the woman that I'm projecting to the world matching up to the man or the woman that I am behind closed doors? And the only one that can answer that question is ourselves. And the only one that really knows you like that as well is God. And so are there areas in our lives that the Holy spirit is asking us to correct or to get right?
1: You know, Freddie, if, if I'm at home and I'm, and I'm watching this or listening to the podcast, there are some things that I can do right now. If I want to continue to grow in integrity, which we know is a matter of the heart, you know, this podcast is called, you know, uh, leadership where leadership starts on the inside, the lead like Jesus podcast. And so, The Heart of a Great Leader Study Guide, that's something that a leader could really embrace right now. And it's also a group study or an individual study. You can find that on our website at leadlikejesus.com. Another one is the Heart of a Leader five-session online experience. That one is a self-paced online study. So if you want to go deeper and you want to dig deeper, but maybe you don't have the, the flexibility of being in a webinar or a class and you got to do it at your own pace, you can do that through the through the Heart of a Leader five-session online experience. You can get that at leadlikejesus.com as well. And then also, if you really want to maximize, you know, we weren't, we were born to have relationship with others. And and quite frankly, one of our being habits is having these these sustaining relationships that are supportive. And so Lead Like Jesus offers coaching services, which is in effect discipling efforts to help you grow in your leadership journey through Lead Like Jesus. So again, you can find out more about that at leadlikejesus.com as well.
0: And, And this is really a matter of how serious am I about the things that i know god is dealing with me on and that's the reason why those resources are there is to help people take that next step and so regardless of where you are if you feel like you know what i might need some structure to help me identify and pinpoint and develop some strategies and understanding myself but also understanding the love of god and the support that the word of god gives me to help me get victory in this area and so if you can join that study guide and be a part of a, a self-study group study, that would be amazing. Cause you're also able to do that with a community of believers that mm-hmm. think like you and have similar goals. If you can't do that, I strongly encourage you at least start at the self-paced at yeah. least start where you can start growing and discipling yourself and being able to glean on the word of God on those specific areas. And honestly, I'll say one of the hardest things I've ever had to do is to become vulnerable to a coach. Yeah. Anyone that really wants to be good at what they do, all of them have
1: coaches. That's right. And you know what? Even coaches have coaches, Freddie. We all need to continue to grow in this. And when we say that, that uh, integrity demands excellence, not perfection, we become very excellent by sharpening one another iron sharpens iron, get a coach, man. Somebody that's got, what do they say? Somebody that has uh, 20,000 hours in something that I'm not, I'm not uh, proficient in. It's somebody that's very excellent in a certain subject matter. And so if you need a lead like Jesus coach today, go to the website, man, we're, we're there to help. And we've got resources, resources to support you in your walk too.
0: Well, I'm so excited about not just this conversation, but the opportunity for all of us to grow. And for those of you that are watching this and you're watching right now, you're not watching by accident. God knew what he's equipped you and assigned you to do, but also knew that there may be opportunities for us to grow. And so Rich, would you mind praying for our kingdom leaders today that you know, they have that tug in their heart, they know they wanna to continue to grow mm-hmm. in this area and develop this le- level of integrity. And, and let's yeah. pray for them today.
1: Be glad to. Heavenly Father, gracious God, we just simply can't do this on our own. You sent your Holy Son, Jesus Christ, to be the perfect model for us and He he bore all of our sins on the cross so that we would not have to be perfect, but we become perfect in your eyes through him. And integrity is a big issue, Lord God. And having, having that consistency, both in our public and our private lives, all in one, is so very important. And I just pray, Lord God, for those kingdom leaders out there, that you would continue to equip them to walk in an upright way, Lord. We can't do it on our own. We need you. We need your son in our lives daily. And please continue to just help us walk in the ways you would like. We love you, Lord Jesus, in your mighty name we pray. Amen.
0: Amen. Well, thank you so much, King and Leaders, for joining us again today. We're actually going to be picking up on this topic on the next episode and diving deeper when we're going to be talking about integrity at home. You do not want to miss that episode. Until then, that's Rich. I'm Freddie. We're so glad that you joined us again today.